You ready? The most exciting announcer in professional football. Picked off at the goal line. 20, 15, 10, 5, Jalen Watson. Welcome to the ring. Nobody can paint a picture with words quite like he can. They might just be gargling a detector uh, by that game. I think the rectal buzz that you get from the seat, maybe, you know. The man. Touchdown, Kansas City. The myth. And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The legend of the Hy-Vee salad bar. You want a chocolate kiss right now in the parking lot of the St. Joe Hy-Vee. Mitch Holtis. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. Hey, Mitch. Mitch, can you hear us okay? I can. Um, here's how this week is going. I'm, is uh, getting ready to go on a helicopter jaunt to the Grand Canyon. You'll see this award-winning uh, content on the uh, Chiefs app soon, as soon as it's posted. So get ready. That's what Super Bowl week is about. Mitch Holt is joining us from Las Vegas, where once again he is practicing what it is he might say to close out yet another victorious Super Bowl. Do you, at what point, Mitch, do you allow yourself to think, how am I going to call the end of this game? Because you've heard two of your calls in that very open of the Chiefs' last two Super Bowls. When, when do you, when do you start to process that in your mind? Here's how I want this broadcast to end. Uh, no, it was Thanksgiving in 2022 in the middle of the night at about 3.17 a.m. where it popped into my head, and that was the red and gold reflection. This one, a little bit later, about mid-December, and not in the middle of the night, but I kind of commute to Arrowhead thinking, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And we'll just it's in, the, uh, it's in the laboratory now being looked at by the research analysts, so... Um, it's in the incubator. We'll pull it out if needed, and and uh, you'll hear it when it you hear it. Hey, Mitch, speaking of December, I was listening to an interview today with uh, Nate Taylor, who covers the Chiefs for The Athletic, and the question that he was asked was, you know, at what point was like the low point? At what point did you say, I don't think that this is going to be the year that the Chiefs are able to make it back? And he brought up that game on Christmas Day versus the Raiders. Obviously, you are you are closer than Nate is. You are as close as close can be without being out there on the field for each and every play. Was there a moment where you thought, I just don't know if this team is going to have it in the cards? And if so, what changed since then? I'm going to give you an answer. You're like, oh, yeah, sure. But I'm going to give you that answer. And no, because I had seen for 11 years what Andy Reid had done to uh, alleviate flashpoints. I saw it in 15 uh, when he dealt with the Marcus Peters issue, they lost in 17. They lost six out of seven games and rallied to win the division. They came back from 24 down in a playoff game in 19. And then, oh, they were down double digits in the next two playoff games and won them both. And in 22, Patrick Mahomes has got, it looks like it, a debilitating ankle injury, and he guts through it. And so all of those things, I'm like, no, this, until they're eliminated mathematically, they're going to be in it because of what I've seen over a decade of time. And uh, my low point would have been, well, personally, was losing to Green Bay, and I didn't get to do the game with COVID, but that's too myopic. It would have been the next week in losing to Buffalo after the offside penalty yeah. on uh, 
Kadarius Tony. That, but I didn't think there was, the hope wasn't lost. And even after the Raider game, they're nine and six. We we're just talking on Media Row with some folks about it. That uh, I mean, last in the league and our first most drops, most holes. Only three teams had a worse giveaway takeaway, and yet they were nine and six. I talked about it with you guys when we were there. And like, if they ever get this fixed, they're going to turn into be a force, and that's exactly what happened. That's why we're here. Mitch Holt is joining us from Las Vegas, Super Bowl 58 coverage right here on 1620 The Zone. Mitch, looking at this game from the X's and O's, we know how good the Chiefs secondary has been. We know how much Steve Spagnuolo loves to play man coverage, but the 49ers have a very deep core of receivers. Ayuk, Samuel Jennings, Mexin, George Kittle at tight end. How do you see this matchup? Kansas City secondary, San Francisco's wide receivers, and if things will have to get mixed up a little bit more than what Spags has typically done through the season. Well, this is your division rival there, buddy, so you know them well being a Rams fan. Um, I've got to throw in Kittle and McCaffrey into the discussion. It's not just the wide receivers because yep. McCaffrey is a wide receiver and a running back body, and Debo Samuel is a running back and a wide receiver body. They have four guys. You mentioned uh, Ayuk. Um, I go through McCaffrey. I go Kittle and uh, Samuel, and they're the only four in NFL history to the only team in NFL history to have a running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end that all had over 1,000 all-purpose yards. And we know about McCaffrey having 2,000 all-purpose yards. So uh, it's a unique group in that regard. But this Chiefs defense, I mean, we all we just played. Buffalo and Baltimore on the road and beat them. Yeah, look how good those teams are offensively. So this is a superb Chiefs team, and this gets simplistic, and it sounds like seventh grade junior high football, but uh, tackling is, is key. And I know it sounds simplistic, but when you play the Niners, you better tackle. But this is a great tackling Chiefs team. Their DBs tackle, the linebackers tackle. So uh, the Chiefs actually may lose this game, but they're a really good matchup against this offense. One more, Mitch, for you on that side of the ball, because obviously this 49ers running game has been incredible this season, whether it's you know play design or just the personnel that they have. What, what, what is the biggest key beyond the tackling to shutting down that San Francisco run game? Uh, winning on first down, which is hard to do. The yeah. Niners are the most efficient team in the league um, in the fact that they, they're the best in the league on first down, best in the league on second down, fourth in the league on third down. But they are a quick-strike team. They love to get you. They're very similar to the Philadelphia Eagles of a year ago and Baltimore this year. Quick-strike team. Uh, Miami, kind of the same thing. They like to get you down early. They're going to get you on first down, uh, get you on your heels. You have to be just the opposite and take the fight to them. And if you win first downs, uh, it's huge against these guys. The margin for Brock, Brock Purdy, he's been really good this year, is slim. It, with no picks, he's 11-0. and With one pick... One pick or more, he's three and four. So with San Francisco, they love to get on you early, but they also, uh, there is a slim margin for them for success. And if you get them pushed into the other side of the margin, you've got a real chance, much like the Chiefs did to Baltimore, Miami, and Buffalo. Mitch, the 49er defense has been so-so at best, dare I say less than so-so against the run especially against Detroit in this postseason. I look at a guy like Isaiah Pacheco, and I wonder if he could have a big game or does he need to have a big game to magnify the Chiefs' opportunity of winning? doesn't have to have a huge game, but an effective game enough. 
right? He'll get to 75 to 80 to 90 yards. That's what you need. And then what's overlooked is the Patrick Mahomes running game. The fact that Mahomes can run and take off and has been so good, uh, sneaky good in, in running the ball, there is that element as well. And then the Chiefs using some of their pseudo runs that are, you know, jet sweeps, um, their screen game, those are like runs. Rashi Rice has been really good on like a one-man screen or a quick screen, and you take off, then that's in essence a run, particularly if you get yak yards. Everybody talks about yak yards with the Niners. The Chiefs are number one in the league. The Niners are fourth. Both are good. But the Niners also must tackle the Chiefs. So there's another side to this story. Mitch, I think that it was Tom Brady who at one point talked about the Super Bowl halftime and how you know one of the issues that players can have, especially first-time players, is the idea of peaking early and then having that you know much longer than normal halftime and then coming out and still having that energy and that he really trained his body over the years to be able to do so. All that preamble to lead to this is you know not going to be the first rodeo for many of the, the key components for the Chiefs, and, and obviously not for some of the 49ers players too, but it will be for Brock Purdy at quarterback. What, what is like? How important is that moment in time, and, and it, what kind of discussions are there about, hey, making sure that you're able to peak in the first half but also then find that second gear in the second half too? It was a difference in the Baltimore game. Didn't I lay it out last week? And if I was wrong, I wouldn't bring it up. But the Chiefs have 353 playoff wins on their roster. The first and second year guys are 58 and 0, and the second year players are 6 and 0 in the playoffs, including the long halftime. The long halftime saved us last year. Mahomes had his ankle injury, and the Rihanna concert was great because it gave us extra time to get Mahomes retaped and kind of ready to go again. And, yes, you have to handle that. But experience is big. Now, the Niners have nine guys left that played in Super Bowl 54. They also have a bunch of guys that won their first playoff game last week. All right, two weeks ago, I should say, against Green Bay. So, from an experience factor, you've got those key guys that you mentioned. But this is Purdy's first rodeo and some several, uh, several other guys, too. Um, but the Chiefs' experience in these games is not something to overlook. Baltimore Mitch, overlooked we- it. Yeah, Mitch, we've seen in the two playoff games, San Francisco trailing in the first half, slow starts. Chiefs, for the most part, good starts. Even though they were pretty much even with Buffalo, they certainly weren't in a hole uh, that they couldn't dig out of. How important is a fast start for this Super Bowl, knowing that four years ago Mahomes did have to bring this team from behind in the fourth quarter, but does it feel like that the fast start is even more important this year than maybe it was four years ago? I think against this specific team, yes, because uh, San Francisco loves to strike fast and get fast starts. That's why first downs in this game are like many touchdowns, especially in the first half of games. Three and outs are, are potentially deadly in this game for both teams. So, yes, fast start, being efficient, being as efficient as San Francisco normally is, but also give you in close games three points or less. Now, they won their two playoff games, close games, and, and you could argue they should have lost both of them. But they're 0-3 in the regular season in games decided by three points or less, the 49ers. The 49ers in games decided by eight points or less are 1-5 in the regular season. If you can get a lead on them, not that they uh, will do what Baltimore did and kind of looks like lose uh, their senses, uh, San Francisco will stay poised. But then your experience, if you're the Chiefs, can take over in that regard. And I'm going to jump off and get on this helicopter, boys. 
All right, Mitch, good luck. We'll be listening on, I'll be listening on Sirius, my app, so I can hear your call. I hope I get to hear what you've been practicing because I'm picking the Chiefs. So, Mitch, good luck and have a great game. I'll just give you guys a little bit of a clue. Four digits and an apostrophe. I'll just leave it at that. That's your Ted Lasso Oh, I like that. Okay. Thank you, Mitch. Four digits and an apostrophe. Good luck. Good luck on the helicopter. That's more important. Oh, yeah. Make sure... Make sure that goes well. Thanks, Mitch. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Chiefs. Brought to you by Hy-Vee, official grocery partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming up on Friday's Grum, Josh and I will be doing point-counterpoint. I'm, I, I've already made it clear I'm picking the Chiefs. Josh has made it clear he's picking the 49ers. Correct. So we're coming up, we're picking, we're coming up with point-counterpoint, mm-hmm. and that's how we're going to preview the game. We're also working on talking with our buddy Aaron Schatz again and get his preview as well. Yep, you're so also going to fight to the death to figure out who is actually going to be the team that wins? Oh, well, I mean, the, we know but, the answer. It's the 49ers. But, but more importantly, oh boy, oh. all comes down to Super Bowl weekend and the race for the Razor. Mm. Josh and Nick are tied for last. Second. And I'm really, I am We're really tied for hoping, second. Thank you, Nick. I am really hoping that they stay tied after Sunday because we have what I think would be a very fun tie-breaking bet based on the La Liga game, which will be played next Monday during the Grum, Amazing. which would be epic radio I really if it like came that. down to the result of the La Liga game. So let, let me or, ask you a question, John. So, yeah. you know, there are, are games that we would pick or props we would pick, obviously, where we could both win or both lose. But are we going to go with an odd number of picks where if we were truly on the opposite side, that one of us would have a chance to have more than the other? Or are we going to go with an even number of prop bets, games, all sorts of stuff. I guess it doesn't really matter. Well, yeah, matter but you guys lot. could – no, it really doesn't matter how yeah. many overall picks we have because you guys could agree on, on a lot of all them. but, mm-hmm. like, two. Yeah, And we're doing blind and, and, picks. We're not yes, – we, you guys we are, are picking blind. Yes, so, we're so sending them to John. when you hear us make our picks, you'll be hearing them for the first time, but Nick and Josh and I will already have locked in our picks yes. prior to the grum so that neither of these two guys can – so Josh doesn't keep Play games on Oh, each other. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, definitely. Because as we know, Josh would want to copy off of Nick's Definitely. Yeah, yeah. He's done it a couple times. <laughs> wow. Don't you dare, Nick. Yeah, I'm going with the Niners. They're a better team, and we'll, uh, I'll explain why. I mean, the answers are pretty obvious, but I'll explain why on Friday. Yeah. I'll be going with the Chiefs because I think they will win the football game. Oh, interesting. I'm also going with the Niners. Because you think that they will win the football game. And I'm disrespecting the Chiefs. And you're for the final time this season, Nick will disrespect the Chiefs. The C-H-E-I-F. Nice. Nice, Nick. And then someone will respond to your tweet and say, you spelled it wrong. And then I have to be like, that's, that's the a, bitch. That's a part of the joke. That's how I'm disrespecting them. Yeah. Indeed. All right. Dumb Debates is coming up. We've got more next on 1620. The zone. Big names, big games. We've got them all. 1620, the zone.